Joining us on the morning show to talk all things Twin City Cinema, Keith Harris from Racket is here. Keith, thanks for joining us. Oh, thanks for having me. I can't go within, uh, uh, you know, two blocks of a movie theater and not see posters everywhere for Top Gun Maverick. I know you've written about this for Racket. I remember watching it on VHS, the original as a kid, and my dad would just fast forward to the parts with the fighter jets. I hear the new movies better. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, you can't fast forward in the movie theater. So you have to watch <laughs> people. I mean, the thing is, have you seen the original Top Gun since you were a kid? Probably not. No, I rewatched it actually because you know it had been years, and it's it's worse than I remembered. Um, except for the fighter planes, because it's really not even much of a movie. Some people moving around so that they get to the planes. So the new movie is a movie. It's competent, like everybody says their lines, but the lines are really super corny in sometimes a fun way and sometimes in a like get to the fighter planes way. I mean, there's a scene where he's flying, he breaks the the speed record and some guy on the uh, flight deck says, he's the fastest man alive. Like that sort of, uh, that sort of dialogue is what you're into. But um, the flight sequences are amazing, especially, okay. I mean, obviously this is not a movie you want to see at home. Like it's designed to see in the theater, but you know, it's a, a movie, it is what it is. And the the acting parts seem to me a little necessary because you have to have a movie. You can't just have people flying planes, but on the other hand, a little a bit of a letdown compared to all the effects. Keith, I don't know if you ask my dad, you can just have a movie where people only fly planes. You know, what if they did that? What if it started where like Tom Cruise is just standing there and like, Maverick, we need to go. And then they just flew for two hours. They'd be fine with me. But no, there's, there's a whole, there has to be a whole story about, you know, Goose's son and the unresolved conflict and poor Jennifer Connelly has to pretend that she's his ex-girlfriend. And it's, there's a whole you know movie kind of thing going on. And that's also really interesting because it's like when the original Top Gun happened, there wasn't a war. So they had to just kind of randomly throw some planes at them for them to shoot down. And in this one, they're very careful not to say who they're fighting. So they're uh, like, because, you know, there's an international market and don't want to anybody. So they, they just have to bomb a place in a rogue state. Oh. <laughs> and you don't even see what the people there look like. It's very, so self-consciously hidden. It's very funny. Well, that's interesting. A war with no enemy. Okay. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's just, I mean, Tom Cruise needs to fly. So you just got to do something. Do you feel like this is a movie that we should see because it'll be quoted endlessly? There'll be memes and we're everywhere and we're going to be missing out on part of the cultural conversation if we don't just suck it up and go see Top Gun. You know, it's funny. I don't think it's actually very meme Like the original movie obviously it is. I mean, even if you've never seen Top Gun, you can quote it. No, the, need, the need for speed, Keith. Right, exactly. Like, it, that's the thing with Top Gun. It's like, I think you could ask people if they've seen Top Gun and like probably half of them won't even know if they've seen it or not. Yeah. Like, I don't think the new one is like that. And I don't think it, it'll saturate in that way. I mean, I think it is a movie that a lot of people will see Nothing much to say about it other than like, wow, it's really cool when they fly the planes. That's literally what everyone has said about it. You could even fake that. Like if someone came up to you and said, did you see Top Gun? You could just say, yeah, it was really cool. The plane stuff was really cool. And they'd be like, yeah. And they would never know you didn't see it. 
So what are some things that we haven't been bombarded with tons and tons of marketing that you think are <laughs> worth seeing, Keith? Well, one thing that is opening this weekend, and this is a movie that is very much not for everybody, the new David Cronenberg movie, Crimes of the Future. Which I is- saw the trailer for that, and I thought it just looked like an updated version of Crash. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's he hasn't done anything creepy like that in a long time, so it'll be interesting to see. I mean, it seems even more icky than Crash. <laughs> like it seems a lot more fleshy. And it's uh, Kristen Stewart and Viggo Mortensen. And all, all I've seen is the trailer, but I'm looking forward to, to seeing just how gross and creepy it gets. But again, that is clearly not for everybody. Another movie that held over for this next week, one of my favorite things that I saw at the um, film festival, and it's still playing over at the main, they held it over for a week and we're holding it over for the next week too, is a movie called Hit the Road. Memory on that one. It's an Iranian movie. It's directed by a young director named Panah Panahi. His father is an established director named Jafar Panahi, who is currently being censored by the, the government over there. Oh. Um, so, but he's always, he was one of my favorite directors. So when I heard, oh, his son has one, I was excited about that. And I know if you're, if it sounds intimidating, I do want to say that the basic of the movie is the story of um, this family on a road trip, including a super cute, he's five years old, boy who's just like a complete scene stealer. And for a while you're like, is this some kind of like Little Miss Sunshine thing? But it's actually much, it gets much darker, but... Basically, the story is like this family can't talk about things, what they're driving for, because there's this little kid in the car who keeps like distracting them and like being funny. And like also they just can't talk about serious things while it's going on. So it's a really like engaging movie. So it's, you know, so they can't really discuss it because they don't want to worry him. They don't want to. Sure, uh, I got it things to him and it's not clear what they're where they're going or what they're doing and again the kid is hilarious like when I when I saw it at the film festival it was like we were watching a comedy there is something serious going on and it's also beautiful like the shots of through the different areas of the country and it's really beautiful and so I would say if you've always like maybe been curious about Iranian cinema and you're like ah it just seems a little heavy like this is a good way in for you it was hit the road and then we should be looking for that one at the main anything else that you want to mention in terms of sort of repertory stuff the heights is doing a big judy garland festival if that's what anyone is into and it's covering all the big stuff including the wizard of oz which i'm sure would be amazing to see on the big screen the trilon's doing a bunch of little short spotlights on i think like, like people from like eddie murphy to like the old hollywood actress gene tierney so just there's that's to look forward to and uh i guess there's another dinosaur movie the jurassic park's coming out but I, i'm sure you know what to expect with that i know that they needed to do three of those when they did the reboot real quick about the trial on i saw they're playing the david byrne movie do you think that's worth my time you know i've never seen it i don't know how i've never seen it but I haven't. So I'm definitely going to go check it out because, yeah, that's just a gap in my knowledge. There's There are always gaps to fill. Coming up in Racket, I just the other day put out a big, huge guide to summer featuring a lot of things. Anything else that we should be uh, looking forward to checking out in Racket soon? That's only the start of our okay. 
our summer coverage package. That's like the big- There's already so many events on that. Key know, you know, it's like summer, it's the only time of year we get to do anything around here. So for the next week, there'll be food stuff for the summer and just outdoor stuff for the summer, movie stuff. So there's more coming there. You know, now that it's nice out, do you want to get out of the house? we will have some options for you. People who say there's nothing to do in Minnesota just aren't looking hard enough. They're not reading Racket. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Go to racketmn.com. Keith Harris with Racket, thanks so much for joining us this morning. Thank you for having me again.